0: Welcome everybody to It's Doomsday Podcast, live with Jake Dials Part 2. If you guys didn't hear part one yet, please stop listening to this episode, jump out, go back, listen to the first part, come back, and then listen to this one. It's a really good episode, guys, really long. I'm just gonna get right into it, but before I do, the email, it's doomsdaypodcast at gmail.com. Make sure you're hitting us up, make sure you're getting with us so you could let us know what you want to hear on future episodes and let us know how we're doing. But here we go. We're going to jump right into the second half live with Jake Dials. So I, there's so much there. I got, I just got to like take a minute here and decipher some of it and, and pick apart what I want to comment on because there was a lot of information there, Jake. Uh, sorry, sorry. So, sorry. <laughs> so the idea of control, um, well, first off, let, let's go way back to this Neuralink thing. Um, mm-hmm if you guys don't think that they're going to push this and it's not possible they will and and it and it's going to be a thing where it'll be a requirement for certain for certain areas and certain avenues until it starts becoming the norm right remember how quick everybody was to get the vaccine so they could go back to work right so this job industry might require it people start getting it people start talking about it it starts to become the norm it's not scary at all i'm totally fine bury the bury the negative stories bury the 50,000 people that died on the table getting this done right bury the 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 million people that every time there's a, a thunderstorm they get a migraine right you you cover those stories up you bury those down they censor that shit on TikTok you're not going to see it right um that they will push this to happen i mean and you got to think about it it is the next evolutionary step in technology to have something implanted in your body like that is like the next step of Technical edu- evolution, I would say. Um, but to go back to what you were saying, you know, what do you offer a man that has nothing? And, and I guess, you know, you're right. The power, right? Able to control what they're, you know, able to control what they're doing and, and, and giving them more power. Um, I'm, I'm still hung up on the on the social credit score. I mean, guys, this is something that's just very, very scary. I mean, our lives are limited enough. They're regulated enough. And we need We need way less government. We need way less regulation. Mm -hmm. okay other countries don't operate the way we do in the u.s they are not under this extreme amount they're not under scrutiny they're not under regulation like we are here now don't get me wrong there are countries that are worse there are countries that are bad but i mean it's it's bad here Mm -hmm. and i know a lot of people don't see it because they haven't they've either haven't been everywhere or maybe they were somewhere and it was worse but we are lacking a lot of freedoms in this country There's severe regulation on everything things that should just be a normal right for you to do is, is heavily regulated. Like just a a good primary example. I think everybody can get behind, like, why the hell do I need to purchase a fishing license? Why do I need to purchase? Why do I need to purchase a hunting permit to hunt deer on my own property? Like, why are these things required? It's all about regulation, pay for this, get this so you can do what you want. Mm -hmm. Right why do i have to pay property tax after i own the property why do i have to pay for a vehicle registration if i bought the vehicle right like i've already i've already paid for the vehicle i've already paid the tax on it now you're going to tax me every year on this through a registration Mm -hmm. come on i understand the idea of needing to know how many cars are still on the road i get it like i i could understand that but at the same time you would have that money you would have that information through insurance which is another big scam to an extent on the American people. Um, <laughs> so insurance is a good thing; it's not a bad thing. Let me start with that. It's absolutely but, a scam, but it is absolutely a scam. Um, they they absolutely they absolutely prey on your fears, and they charge you money to make you feel better. Right now, don't get me wrong. I've I've totaled vehicles. I've used insurance. Right, like I've I've done it. But there is there is a great scam here. Um, They they suck a lot of money out of people with these insurance policies for for just no reason at all. And it's it's just it's a big deal. And I I just wish more people would wake up to this stuff. And there's probably 80 people in there or there's probably going to be 80 people listening to this when this gets uploaded that say, hey, I work for an insurance company. That's bullshit. (laughs) <laughs> but okay <laughs> but okay, you man
2: all the ways in which it's not right you know um that's why uh that's why I quit work, working in law enforcement man I knew I was done uh because I saw I saw how wrong it was um to be in the industry of keeping people away from their families now some people definitely need to be for sure I think you can agree to that too um some people are absolute monsters um but I don't think the guy who puts his 40 hours in um, every week and has been doing so at his job for the last 10 years, um, wants to sit out on a Friday, you know, like a Labor Day weekend like this, where he had a three-day weekend, and, uh, you know, roll his own and enjoy his, his relaxation time. How, how that could be a crime is, it, it absolutely just dumbfounds me. Um, I, I, I always had a problem with that. Oh, marijuana is (gasps) illegal. Yeah. Um, in my state it is, but how are you going to arrest that guy? This, this guy has no criminal record. Um, you know, he works five days a week and makes his paycheck and takes care of his family. And this is his wind down time. And then you're going to throw handcuffs on him. How, how can you be okay in your job position, doing that to someone. And, and knowing that right up the street, we have, an, we have absolute monsters that are just walking around in public and you're not monitoring them or doing anything about that. You know, that, that seems like the actual crime to me is just <laughs> the the complacency of it.
0: Well, I mean, and you got to think like the whole, the whole marijuana thing never made, any sort of sense to me at all and and the reason is because if you say it's a health factor okay let's say it's a health factor maybe maybe it's bad for you okay well alcohol and cigarettes are worse and they're available pretty much everywhere you go and there's very little regulation on it
2: alcohol is 10 times as destructive as as anything it's it's terrible it's absolutely terrible alcohol is terrible for your body your body rejects it it's poison for your body and and yet it's advertised on every billboard, on every TV commercial, on every radio show, every venue you go to. When you go to a concert, everybody's drunk. You know, look at look at all this the destruction that that alcohol has caused.
0: You're right. I need a drink to feel better about this. Please do. <laughs> uh, okay, that's better. <laughs> <laughs> but no, why, but why you're right. That,
2: why why is that advertised? And <laughs> as opposed to. <laughs> You know, the, the benefits of, uh, of microdosing people uh, who have PTSD from, from being in Afghanistan for 10 years and, and getting bombs rained down on them and can't function in society because every little noise sets them off are led to drinking, which just makes everything worse. And then we have, you know, people doing, the only thing that they do about it is do a bunch of pushups and record it and put it on the internet like, they're, like, they're, like it's an achievement. And it's not. We're not helping anything. That, I, it's cool to bring awareness to it, but if you really want to help the problem, then go don't do the push-ups. go, go out and go contribute to the solution. Go be part of that solution and share that. You know, um, the, the, the benefits of, of people that I've spoken to personally, that I know personally, who have actually been in that situation and they say, You know, the only thing that brought me back from that was being able to microdose mushrooms. It was the only thing that actually fixed me, that actually made me feel like I was myself again. And it was just enough that it brought me back. Um, Before that, it was just straight up alcoholism or whatever, you know, um, It seems to me like that's kind of a solution that should be advertised on a billboard or on TV and pushed everywhere um, as opposed to to Bud Light commercials.
0: Hey, Preppers, do you want 10% off survival food? Go to www.readywise.com and use code DOOM10 at checkout for 10% off all your survival food needs. Again, that's code Doom ten at checkout at ReadyWise dot com, D O O M ten for ten percent off at ReadyWise dot com. See, I I don't disagree with you in, in any way, shape, or form. I I think it's just basically um, society has said alcohol good, other things bad, right? Unless it's pers- prescribed by a doctor, it's it's bad, you know um they don't i mean let's just be honest like they don't want people to get better they don't want it No, they want mean. people to stay sick they don't want to fix ptsd they, they don't want to fix these things absolutely it just they want to get, it uh, allows it to, yeah they want to get that insurance money well i think there's i think it's all i think i think half of it <clears throat> excuse me i think half of it is the insurance money obviously they they want it they want to stay paid but, you know, and, and I was, I was talking to my wife about this, you know, just cause we just got back from overseas and the pharmacy industry is not the same there. Like it is here, right here. It's, it's all about, you know, consuming, you know, it's, you just don't go into a CVS to pick up your prescription. You're also buying a bunch of garbage while you're in there that you don't need, right? Pharmacies overseas, they're just these little tiny buildings with just health products and that's it like you're not going to go to the pharmacy and pick up a bag of cheetos in a mountain dew like it's not going to be a thing right it's for your specific needs you want the cheetos in the mountain dew you got to go to the you got to go to the grocery store you you know it's it's not combined like it is here um you know like i i've gone to cvs to pick up prescriptions and it's like oh shit i'm leaving with a cooler and a new beach umbrella and all kinds of shit
2: that (laughs) i
0: didn't know i needed you know (laughs) Why why is
2: that a thing you know, you have to ask yourself, why is that a thing? Like, I'm here to, <laughs> I'm here to regulate my insulin, and then I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go to the back of the store where I have to walk past every item, so so my eyes will stop and look at it, and then on my way back, I'm reminded again, so I look at everything twice, and I say, oh yeah, I need to pick up a, a gallon of ice cream, and and then it's like, what? You're you're just defeating the whole purpose. Like, why are we? Why are we being the problem and the solution at the same time? This is not a solution. This is just keeping people right where they're at.
0: Do you know what I noticed recently um, in my area? Specifically, I noticed this at Lowe's. and Now I notice Walmart starting to do it too. Is my Lowe's, where I live, will continuously rearrange aisles and move things around the store. Mm-hmm. Right? And they do this. it's you can almost set your watch by it. it's about every 60 days they they redo the store and they move things around right that's so you stay in there longer yes exactly so you stay in there a lot longer and then you see something maybe you forgot about right That maybe you needed six months ago and then oh i saw that i forgot i needed that or whatever Mm -hmm. or you buy more shit and then something else i noticed is some of these stores will continuously move the clearance section so you have to walk through different areas of the store and look at different shit Mm-hmm. Like, the,
2: it's the it's, same it's just... anything it's, a, it's the same as a fast food industry picture your everyday fast food place McDonald's, Arby's, Wendy's what's the main predominant color in it? red, why is it red. red? because we look at it red is the lowest color on the electromagnetic spectrum it's the easiest one for our eyes to see no matter how good or bad your vision is and red stimulates the body to get a feeling of hunger because we feel rushed and every, virtually every fast food joint is going to have the color red in it somewhere, and it's going to be at the most visible point. And restaurants that don't typically want you to come in and sit down and stay for a while because you spend more money that way. That's why Olive Garden went to all these brown and green hues that are calm and cool colors. And basically any place where you go in and sit down, like Starbucks um, or Olive Garden or any restaurant like that, where you go to physically sit down, they don't really have that predominant red they might have it somewhere and it's very small but it's not the main feature
0: no i i i get it and i mean but even when you see signage for restaurants it's typically red like even if it's like a a mom and pop chinese place like you know number one china buffet is typically in red lettering Mm -hmm. you know so it i mean it, it does it does make sense i mean but it's the marketing in this country is absolutely disgusting i i can't i can't stand it and and guys i'm sorry i'm gonna be on an i hate america kick for a while just coming back from overseas (laughs) this this happens when i come back it's just i i come back i get disgusted like we're we go to sam's club today uh to buy stuff for the restaurant you know because that's what we have to do um and uh we're in there and my wife's like i don't even want to be here like i'm looking at all these people and i mean it's There's a lot of problems that we have in America that that we don't see when we go uh, to where her family lives, right? And one of the Mm -hmm. big things is obesity. Mm -hmm. Like, that's that's a big thing. Guys, there are, like, and I I was talking to my wife about this. Jake, I shit you not. The whole time I was over there, I maybe saw, like, going to different businesses, different restaurants, different uh, markets, things like that. Maybe the whole time I was there, I saw five handicap spaces. They're not a thing. Sure. The, and, and every single restaurant I was in, again, I shit you not, none of them are ADA compliant. None of them. It's not a thing there. They don't have okay. to be. It, it, but, I mean, well, they don't have to be because the problem doesn't persist. The only ADA compliant thing I could say that I saw in in Stupa, which is the the town below where we're at, where the beach is, um, they have a handicap. Now, there's no ramp to get down to the beach, so I guess, you know, guys are just flying right off the sidewalk and wheelchairs i guess i don't know but they have a um a handicap chair that'll take you down into the beach like take you down into the water like you got to get down to where the sand is they put you in this chair it's automatic and if if you're handicapped you can get down in the water um on this like steel chair so you can experience the ocean right sure but that's like that's like the only thing like obesity is not as bad there there's not as many handicapped people um there are way, way less mental problems there than there are in the U S right. It's, it's insane. It's, it's like being on a, it's like being on a different planet. We come back here and it's like, we're back, we're going to Sam's club. There's a bunch of people riding around in the motorized carts. We don't have, they're, they're not overseas. That's not a thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and then we're coming back home and oh look, here comes the pedal bike meth heads coming up to the corner to beg for change. Again, mm-hmm. not a thing overseas. Right. And, and like that's, that's a big thing too. Like, even alcoholism is not as, as big of a problem there. Everybody, everybody drinks though, but it's like a drink to be social in, in, in an enjoyment thing. Like, it's like if you're having dinner, you have some wine or you have a beer or, you know, that's what it is. They don't do mm-hmm. shots over there. Like, shots are like unheard of. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, just, you know, drug addicts in general are not a thing. You, you might have a few people that smoke pot. That's it. But like hard drugs, you know, crack, meth, acid, like all of these things are not prevalent there. It's not a thing. And even, even, and there's not even really no. Okay. If you go into the big cities, like the big cities, like Athens, you do have a bit of a homeless problem, right? But the homeless not a lot of them are citizens of the country. They're like refugees that came from somewhere else. And they're like, we don't know what to do with ourselves. So we're just trying, we're trying to figure it out. Yeah. Um, yeah. but these problems just are not persistent. Like they are here. I mean, like where I live, we, we have homeless people. We, we have drug addicts, the obesity rate, um, the people that have mental disorders, like it's huge here. Mm hmm. It's insane. And I mean, a lot of it has to do with how we live our lifestyle, what the what um, the uh, the food that the government lets us intake, the, the glorious FDA and all they do, which we can't I don't know if Carson's still in here or not. I think she works for them. Um, but anyway, <laughs> it's we have all these regulating factors in the US and all they're doing is harming us, not helping us. And that's that's I think where ultimately people if, if you're going to stand up, that's where you need to stand up. Is you me. need to you need to stand up to these pe- to these agencies and say no we're done we're done we're not abiding by these rules they're stupid like we're not doing it.
2: Almost every ailment, almost every ailment, not all of them, um, can be solved with good food, good sleep, and good exercise. That is the basic building blocks of you living a happy and healthy and vibrant life, no matter what. And the problem is the food the the food that we have oh it doesn't know things inflammation it's all preservatives it's all it's all fake shit um, too much sugar way too much sugar there's sugar in way everything. too much sugar there's sugar not in enough fiber salads at McDonald's you know it, you have to um you really have to be careful on what where you go and what you eat and how you how you regulate yourself because it's it's going to get you but i mean it's it's the same here, man. It's the same everywhere. It's an epidemic. Obesity is an epidemic. That's the real epidemic that we should be fighting. The the COVID shit was, again, it was a 99.97% survival rate. And and right now, cardiovascular disease is the number one killer through obesity. And that's, that's the predominant thing. Because people can't get to a point where they can't get up and walk. Because how are you you know, here in America, how are you five foot five and 350 pounds? How does a person get to that point? And it's not because of laziness. And I I think a lot of it has to do with the lack of education behind what they're putting in their body and have been for the last 30 years. And that's just a real conversation that people absolutely need to have. And some people, of course, I get it, genetics and all of that. I understand that. But overall, a lot of the problems, a lot of the ailments can be solved with those three things of, of getting, getting a good diet, getting good exercise, and getting good sleep. And we wouldn't be in these positions that we're in.
0: You know, it's just, it's, it's. I get what you're saying. I got a buddy that, that's a pretty heavy guy, and um, he's going to have to go through, uh, I think it's called the gastric bypass surgery, where they shrink in the stomach. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's what it's called. He's not a lazy guy. Um, I've worked with him. He can run. He can move. He could do things. He he used to be an MMA fighter, played football, done all these things. Mm-hmm. Um, but and and he works a lot and he works his ass off, but can't seem to lose the weight. And and I I don't know specifically why. I don't know if it's a genetic thing. I don't know if it's if if it's he doesn't eat like garbage you know what i'm saying like i mean it, it's he really works on you know monitoring his intake you know and what he eats um he's not like out hitting up mcdonald's every day stuff like that like sure. i like i don't i don't get it um i don't understand but anyway uh, the long and the short of it is like he he has to go through that and I, and I feel bad because i know it's like america did this to him like i know they did like this is their plan and now he has to go through you know get this expensive surgery everything else and it's it's sadly it's bullshit i mean and you if you guys just to to go back to what you were saying about how they don't teach the proper way i mean when i was in school and i was going to and you know in health class the food pyramid was built on loaves of bread dude yeah <laughs> i like think it was built on carbs and, and sugar green i mean on grain on grain <laughs> so guys uh, they, we are uh, uh we we Oh, no, that you're right. They didn't. And I just wanted to say real quick, guys, I typically allow Collins when we hit that hour mark, and I totally forgot about allowing Collins. So in 10 minutes here, in 10 minutes, we're going to uh, let you guys call in if you got some questions for Jake here. That's totally my bad. So give us uh, 10 more minutes, guys, and we'll allow those Collins. But But um, no, to go back to this, um, this food thing. So when I was overseas, there's no Mountain Dew anywhere, right? It's yeah. actually banned. The European Union has banned <clears throat> Mountain Dew. It's not a thing you'll see on the shelves there yep. um you'll you'll see other things. you'll see like coke and you'll see Pepsi and stuff like that. You'll see sprite. but a lot of the sodas we have in the u s aren't allowed there um it's It's very, very interesting, and even the ingredients there are different, like a Coke zero there tastes vastly different than a Coke zero here. We were out um we went and we did this uh this one fortress over there where we were walking around. Like all all these steps and and you know basically hiking around this big um, old castle in Greece, and we got done. I'm like, man, I'm wiped. I could really use a Powerade. So we stop. We stop at a little uh, convenience store and we grab a Powerade. Holy shit, the Powerade is ten times better than the Powerade we have in the U.S. because of the ingredients, right? Like, there's not all this artificial shit and and all this crap. There's not high fructose corn syrup in every single thing. It's it's a lot different. And I mean, we are not a clean eating society at all. And we, we, the, the word I'm looking for, I don't think it's maybe, maybe it is tolerate. Like we couldn't tolerate not having these guilty pleasures. Like we need that. And that's kind of what I was, where I was going. Like we've been trained to need that. Yeah. Um,
2: I think we got accustomed to our indulgences. Um, that's, that's kind of how a society sort of falls. You know, you hit your you hit your apex, and then you take a break, and then that break turns into a long uh, a, a long term uh, deficit. You know, and and that's that's where we're at. We live in the land of convenience. Everything's super accessible here. Um, you know, God forbid, like in in Greece, you might have to walk some places. Holy crap! You know, for some people here, they just flat out couldn't do it. Um, and that's that's why they have the the battery powered carts at Walmart because some people can't walk across the store. And, you know, I, I, I'm never going to make fun of somebody like that. Or, you know, that's, that's a situation that is is terrible in more ways than one. And you have to always try to put yourself in that person's perspective and realize that, that it's not always the case of like, I just ate myself to death. I'm, I'm, I know that's not always the case. In a lot of cases it is. And it's, it's worse here than any other place in the world. Absolutely. Um, and we have to be more realistic about that and be more willing to have those conversations that would seem to, uh, you know, I I can't have these conversations on TikTok because some, you know, a a group of people would get offended and, and they would just report, report, report. And then my account's dead. Um, all because the necessary conversations can't be had because it doesn't apply to, um, you know, uh, what's being pushed across the world of, of TikTok and social media right now. Um, but these are real conversations that, that people are, are afraid to have in the first place. Just like we were afraid to say no. When they said, give us two weeks to wear masks. Nobody said no because they were afraid because they didn't want to cause a stir because they were afraid to lose their job because they're afraid of this, because they were afraid of that everything done in fear. All of, all of these things that we've lost are by our own doing because of our own fears. And this is just another example of that, 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 you know, I don't want to cause a stir. I don't want to create a problem. I don't want to be subversive. I don't want to be the next Andrew Tate. I don't want to sound like Donald Trump. I don't want to blah, 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 blah. You know, it, it's, you can think of the million excuses not to, but what's the one or two reasons why you should.
0: No. And, and I agree with you. Um, I just, Started going through the chats here to see what we still had in here. Thank you, King Troy, for the crown, man. I appreciate it, guys. Anything you guys donate um, keeps my wife off my ass. So, King Troy, thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. (laughs) Um, And and, no, I'm I'm dead serious about that, though. My wife is, uh, you put all this time into the show, and you got nothing to show for it. Now I'm starting to get things to show for it, so she can't can't yell as much. Um, So it's great. (laughs) But uh, no, guys, we're not, and and just to reaffirm what Jake said, it's not the idea of, of you should make fun of these people. Um, it, it's n- nobody wants to be that guy that can't walk. Nobody wants to be that guy. That's so heavy that he can't get out and, and run with his kids. Like no, nobody wants to be in that position. So I'm, I'm not saying to go out and, and, you know, thank a, thank a fat person, but definitely don't go out and make fun of these people. Definitely don't Mm-mm. treat them as second-class citizens. Definitely don't do that. Cause you got to remember a lot of people also are just products of our environment, and this is what we, this is what, this is what our government wants. They want to have useless people who are relying on the system, so they can control them, right? They don't, they don't want you to be capable. Um, but to go back to, to this obesity thing, dude. So I got a buddy who's a pilot, and he told me, um, I can't remember the year he said that this happened. I can't remember the year. He said, but they started to have to reconfigure plane seating based on like they had to take the amount of of um, seats they had on a plane mm-hmm. and change it and reduce the number because so much so many more people were obese that they had to factor that in.
2: they because, started doing that toward the early 2000s.
0: Is that when it was? Yeah, because About guys, 2006. Would you get on six. So planes and aircraft have a weight rating, right? and they 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 factored this in say a 747 has the capability of lifting you know 50,000 pounds okay so they figured well the average person weighs this this is how many seats we could have on the plane but obesity started taking over and it was like holy crap the average isn't the average anymore we have to reconfigure the capabilities of this aircraft we have to change that right um so that's how bad of a problem this has gotten in society to where we've had to rethink what's going on an airplane based on obesity within our country. So these are, these are just a few factors. I mean, there, there's a, there's a ton more. Um, and but well, it's that, just,
2: that is a problem. I, I don't mean to interrupt you right there, but you know, that. This... This, this is the struggle that I have is that I, I totally agree with you. You know, there, nobody's saying go out and make fun of anybody at all for any reason. You know, none of, none of that stuff. We're, we're all adults here. I think we need to have adult conversations. And I think those are important conversations. But the, the struggle that I have is that while I agree, if you're going to be a business, you have to make money. In order for you to make money, you have to accommodate to certain things. But where's the line? You know, you have to you have to ask where the coddling stops. You you know, I'm not saying the flight attendants should sit there when when the lady's complaining because she doesn't have room to sit. You know, they they shouldn't sit there and say, "Well, maybe have you thought about going out for a jog?" You know, that's absolutely unprofessional inappropriate. But <clears throat> where do we draw the line? Where businesses stop coddling to these things and hospitals and and you know, when they when they provide you food they stop giving you jello and pudding and I get those things are easy to to eat for for certain situations and all that, but you can walk down into most hospital cafes nowadays and go and get McDonald's. When do we stop catering to these things? When do we stop doing things like that? How does a hospital who's supposed to be in the best interest of a person's health also become the detriment to their health by catering their ability to go get a pizza? or to go get a burger or something that they absolutely don't need. When do we stop that? When does when does that become the topic of conversation versus let's quit fat shaming. You know, fat people are beautiful and all like that that's great, that's cool. But the other perspective is let's talk about some healthy stuff too. Let's if we can talk about the one side, why can't we talk about the other?
0: Hey preppers, are you looking for good coffee? Go to www.beardedbeancoffeecompany.com. With over 42 different varieties of coffee, you'll find what you like. Why not use code DOOM15 at checkout for 15% off your coffee order? Again, that's DOOM15, D-O-O-M, 15, for 15% off your order at BeardedBeanCoffeeCompany.com. Grab life by the beans. You know, and and just to raise a point of what you said there, um, I think it was 2012, I was hospitalized for about a week. Like, my kidneys were going to shit because they gave me the wrong medication. Right. Um, I thought I got bit by a spider and they gave me they they thought it was an insect bite. It wasn't an insect bite. It was a staph infection. I just had this like ball on my arm that started swelling up and I thought I got bit by a spider. So they gave me Bactrim and Bactrim started (laughs) doing a number on my kidneys and it put me into the hospital and they wouldn't let me eat anything for about a week. Right. Um, Because they were worried about emergency surgery or some bullshit they fed me. Um, But you know what they did give me to eat? They gave me jello and apple juice. They just fed me sugar the whole damn time. <laughs> that, was, that was it. And I'm thinking to myself, like, this, this isn't good. I, you know, I'm, I'm good with just water or maybe something else. They would not let me eat solid food. Um, but what was, what was really interesting for you. Yeah. But what was really, really interesting is when, when you haven't eaten for a few days, like really eating food, you start getting cravings like you would not believe. And the one thing I just kept craving was a freaking cheeseburger. Like, that's all I wanted. just get me a damn cheeseburger. That's all I want is a cheeseburger. That's it. Cheeseburger. Mm-hmm. And um, I thought it was interesting because cheeseburgers are more of an American thing. Right. It, it's not like cheeseburgers are a thing everywhere around the world. So it's not like it's not like my ancestors were eating cheeseburgers. And this is ingrained in my DNA. Right, well, it's because you went into a calorie
2: deficit, and your body knew what it needed, and it started to scream at you to say, "Feed me protein,
0: feed me cheeseburger, <laughs> yeah, feed, <laughs> yeah. Me, feed
2: me easy protein, cheeseburger." Okay, let's do it. I'll take anything because you're in a calorie deficit. Your body's <laughs> screaming at you, like,
0: "Feed me, or I'm gonna make you." <laughs> right, I, that's exactly what was happening. It was the weirdest thing. So, uh my girlfriend at the time, I had her sneak me up a cheeseburger from the cafeteria. I'm like, I'm not doing this shit. It was like. I think i was like four or five days in of not having food and i'm like you're going to get me a fucking cheeseburger yeah i need it now yeah (laughs) your body made you Uh listen
2: so right your body knows what it it. needs i mean and and typically at least at least for the united states our cravings are somewhere (laughs) surrounded around addiction of some sort but um oh yeah Stuff like that, you have to learn to listen to your body. Your body knows what it needs. And just like in that situation, it's going to tell you eventually. When you're thirsty, drink water. You know, I it, the, the things are very simple. Just replace, replace things. You know, if you drink Diet Coke, it has aspartame in it. It's almost worse for you than regular Coke. Um, you don't have to, um, you know, I, I've seen people drink an entire case of Diet Coke in a day. And it's like, man, why don't you just substitute one can out? for water you don't have to quit the whole thing cold turkey just taper it off and then eventually it gets a lot easier and then you can quit and then you'll feel much better well blah blah I don't want to convenience blah blah you know no I
0: I get that I'm actually um I'm adding so something I've decided to do diet wise is I'm gonna do a uh one water fast a week is a new thing I'm doing uh for health reasons um just to get a good like detox and system flush um yeah not eating the shitty food in the u.s you wouldn't believe how much better you feel right mm-hmm. like and in, in you come back and everything just tastes like shit so i feel like in order to not have my system get too backed up with all this bullshit one day uh so water wednesdays is uh well wednesday water wednesdays uh that's going to be something i do and eric yes i am ready for collins um but one thing you did touch on, Jake, is, you know, coddling the situation. I think, you know, I wonder in my head if we did less to accommodate bigger people or things like that. I wonder if it would start getting better. Like if they took all the little motorized carts out of out of big box stores, I wonder if it would be a betterment to society. Um, And I we know. also do have Eric in here as well. But go ahead, Jake. I, I just have to
2: wonder what I, I'm really curious to know what the line is. Where's the line that we draw on the sand where we say, nope, we can't we can't cater to this anymore because eventually if you widen the seats in a jet, you know you're you're cutting out probably fifty percent of the the amount of people that you used to be able to carry, and then you have to decide if that's if that's fiscally responsible. And if the business is going to make money in order to continue to stay in business, it's like, well, our options are we widen all the seats eventually. And then we have a third less the amount of people riding on planes that used to, and we're making enough just to pay the overhead now. And now I have to pay for another jet just, just to cater to the same amount of people, but double the planes and double the airspace and everything else. Like, where do we draw the line?
0: Well, not to mention ticket prices will go through the roof. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, Eric, welcome in, bud.
1: Um, hey, welcome back to, to the stateside.
0: Thank you. It feels good It feels good to be back and doing shows at a regular time again. I'm happy to be back.
1: <laughs> right. Um, you, you know, you were talking about that friend that has, like, weight issues that might be exploring gastric bypass surgery. My, I was wondering if, if he's been to an endocrinologist to have his thyroid checked. Because usually people who have, like, thyroid problems tend to have weight problems. Because I know of, like, people in my family that have had that.
0: You know, I'm a shitty friend, and I haven't asked. Maybe I should do that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but the, well, he w- he would probably need to check with the, with, with his doctor, what, whether or not it could be a thyroid condition that could be treated to, since considering like gastric bypass surgery would be a would really be his last resort.
0: Yeah, I know. Um, it's so for whatever reason, and I didn't even know this is a thing, but it is covered by his insurance. So it's not like a thing they have to pay out of pocket for. I know he does have to go through quite mm-hmm. a process for them to approve uh, the surgery, it and they haven't. Even, months. Yeah, they haven't even given him, a, given him a date yet. He told me in the, I think it was, uh, shit. When was it? I think it was in the springtime. He told me, yeah, we're looking at September, October, um, and now we're coming around. And I'm like, dude, you get any updates? Today? He's like, nope, nothing. I was like, well, what's next? He's like, well, they want to do a sleep study next, and I'm like, okay, all right. Um, and I said, I thought Um, that was weird for surgery, but maybe they're trying to rule out other factors. I don't know.
1: Well, well, I would probably say next time you touch base with them, like, like, um, you know, if his doctor could send him to an endocrinologist for them to just check his thyroid, you know, to make, make sure that that might not be the problem.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely a good idea. Um, yeah, I'll bring it, I'll bring it up to him when I talk to him. I mean, He's, he's not a, he's not a dumb guy. I'm sure he's, he's mm-hmm. probably already thought of that. Um, but i I never thought to ask, so I'll definitely, I'll definitely ask him next, next time I talk to him.
1: Yeah, because, um, because, because, you know, you know, like if you had thyroid problems, that could really do a number on you. Like if it's overactive or underactive or, you know, or, or, you know, if he could pop, but I don't know whether he could have Graves disease and not even know it.
0: Grapes disease?
1: Graves, Graves. Disease.
0: With Graves disease. disease. Graves disease. It, Graves. It's caused
1: vegan. by hyro- hyperthyroidism and if left untreated, it, it could cause a thyroid storm which could be lethal if left untreated.
0: Huh. Yeah, I've never I've never even heard of that before. I got I got new things to research and look at look up now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Damn Eric, you're giving me all kinds of homework today, man.
1: <laughs> well, But, but these are medical terms I've, I've heard like other doctors or people diagnosed with that condition have said,
0: you know, and, and I, I can't help but wonder if, if some of these conditions, if some of the, you know, things we see with obesity, I mean, granted a lot of it's diet related
1: factors. Well, okay. um, So it's pharmaceutical. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, pharmaceutical, you know, that kind of stuff. But I, I'm just kind of wondering, um, so there's, there's been a big uptick in obesity in, you know, in recent years. Uh, and I, I, I used to know this one guy, he was a personal trainer. He used to work for me. Uh, he was one of my employees that was just like, Hey, I'll, I'll come weld for you. Cause I need something to do. And I'm like, okay. And he was telling me, he says, he says, dude, he says, you're not a huge guy. He said, but I don't understand why you're not like a lot thinner because of how hard you work all the time. And I was like, I don't know, dude. He's like, he's like, dude, I don't get it. Like, you don't eat like shit and you work your ass off. I don't know why you're not skinny. And I'm like, dude, I don't know. Just I'm built different, I guess. I don't know. But he brought something up to me. Um, and, I, and I tried this and it made me very sick. But he brought up, he said, you know, back in the day, we had a lot of uh, CLA in food, which is, is some kind of an acid. I can't remember the, the term of what, what the acid is called. Um, Probably but a lot, a lot of, of food- processed foods. Well, CLA was in um it was in a lot of things like red meat, stuff like that. And it and it and it did the body a lot of good. No, it's not it's not a preservative. It's natural it was naturally occurring in the meat. Um and and something something we did, I think, took it away. I can't remember what it what it stands for. Some kind of acid. But anyway, they sell it at GNC. Like you can go and you can get this. And He, he suggested I do this. He says, dude, this, this will make you rip to just how, how you're doing now. He said, we used to have this in food back in the day, but they've changed our diet so much and they've processed everything to death and pasteurized everything to death that we don't have this in our food anymore. Mm -hmm. And he, he believes that that was a, that that is a big contributing factor to the obesity in this country. Now, I'm not saying anybody go try this. I tried it and I started taking the CLA and it made me really, really sick. Um, I got really horrible stomach cramps, uh, constipation. Um, my energy levels were through the roof, but it came with crippling stomach cramps to where you couldn't move. So I, I don't suggest if you do do this, I, I don't suggest doing it because it didn't work out well for me. But uh, the one thing I did want to bring up with this is I'm wondering with all these vaccines that they're injecting us with when we're kids, if that doesn't play a factor in this as well. Um, my, uh, my son now there's, I'm not 100% anti-vaccine when it comes to COVID stuff. Yes, absolutely. But my one son has to get certain vaccines that, you know, they regulate for daycare and things like that. Like the regular, you know, mm-hmm. smallpox vaccine or what, whatever the hell it is, they give the kids now. And I went in there um, two months ago, maybe three months ago. And they said, you know, Hey, he, he needs his vaccines. I took him to the doctor and I'm like, okay, and they gave me a list and it was like he only needed the one for daycare and it was some kind of antiviral vaccine right but when he was there they're like oh we need to do the flu vaccine we need to do this vaccine we need to do this vaccine and i turned them all down and they looked at me like i was nuts like that this 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 needs to be a thing um and, and I think to myself and again just coming back from overseas and being you know on this I hate america train um the vaccines are not a prevalent thing over there at all you know i'm I'm not saying like nobody gets vaccinated for anything, but these these boosters and stuff you get when you're when you're a kid it's not a huge huge factor there, and I'm just wondering if that's not contributing to the problems we see now that's all. yes. Yes, it is.
1: That, that that would sound like it. Hundred percent. And I know where y'all were talking earlier about the TikTok censorship. I mean, where you Jester had one of your latest accounts banned, and then, and then I know, and to a Patrick Mama is a good friend of yours, and she's been through like a number of TikTok accounts because you know you get a lot of people who mass report her to get her banned.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. And um, I saw we had uh, Anna trying to call in. Anna, I see you. I, I sent you the invite to call in. If you want to try to hang up and try again, I don't know why it's not letting you in, but I'm trying, trying to get you in. Um, but yeah, Eric, to go back to what to what you were saying, I mean, it, it's absolutely wild the censorship and, and the shutdowns, like what we were talking about on TikTok. I got a, I got a live band I know the Peter other Prepper's day. The prep has
1: been a target too
0: yeah um, yeah I got a live ban the other day because I was talking about solar power <laughs> are you fucking are you fucking kidding me are you serious um and I appealed it, and I won the appeal, but they they shut me down for it said uh talking about illegal or regulated goods, like the same ban you would get if you were talking about guns, right <laughs> and I'm like, we were talking about solar. what the hell is going oh. on. It, <laughs>
2: like there's not an ad every thirty seconds when you scroll through your well,
1: and, feed for um, why
2: every house has a solar panel on it.
1: And yeah, where right. in TikTok's terms of service are the list of uh, taboo subjects that you're not allowed to discuss? Is what I would like to know.
0: It's it's in the list of community guidelines. Um The problem is, is the community guidelines are written very vaguely.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And whenever you violate them, they do give you a reason. But it doesn't necessarily tell you specifically what you did wrong. Um, I've got a screenshot of my last violation. And this is what it says. Um, I was banned. It says illegal activity and regulated goods. And it has five subjects that fall under this term. And it says it says we do not allow content that depicts or promotes trades, firearms, ammunition, uh, foreman for forearm accessories or explosive weapons Two provides instructions on how to manufacture weapons. Three depicts promotes trades, promotes or trades drugs or other controlled substances Four depicts or promotes acts punishable by law, including theft, assault, human exploitation, counterfeiting and other harmful behavior five provides instruction on how to conduct criminal activities that is that were the violation reasons so it could have been one of those five of, of why they banned me they don't tell you anything of specifically what it was but obviously i didn't do anything to violate it so they lifted the uh appeal in about it was about eight hours they restored it
2: Interesting. I didn't know um, solar panels were akin to explosive
0: materials. Huh. Well, you know, I mean, if those solar cells get agitated, Jake, they can do a lot of things like generate oh. free electricity. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to do that, dude. Oh, wait. No, maybe do. Wait, Absol- absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, guys, I mean, the, the censorship is real. I mean, there, there are so many things wrong that, that are going on in this country right now. And that's when, and, you um, know, I... And I'm not, I'm not talking shit on anybody. It's something I'm absolutely not doing. I, I just want to, before I say what I'm about to say, I just want to let everybody know this. So a lot of my audience, a lot of the listeners, a lot of my followers are, are Republicans and, and conservatives and are pro-Trump and anti-Biden and this, that, and the other.
1: Yeah, I'm probably And probably I just got to
0: say, yeah, okay, there you go. Thank you, Eric. So I just, I want everybody to know, first off, I am I am a registered Republican. I vote Republican, I am a conservative, that's how I identify, uh, but the separation has to stop, and I say it all the time, getting Trump back in office is not going to fix all these problems. It, it's just not, and if you think that way, you're being very naive, okay, it it does not matter who's in there at this point, because there's a bigger, grander plan, okay, mm-hmm a lot of the problems that we see within our country do not stem from what's going on in the white house it's not a thing okay and i'm going to go way back to something that jake mentioned way earlier with the social media hey preppers do you want 10 percent off survival food go to www.readywise.com and use code doom10 at checkout for 10 percent off all your survival food needs Again, that's code DOOM10 at checkout at ReadyWise.com. D-O-O-M 10 for 10% off at ReadyWise.com. Okay, Jake brought up AOL, right? And he said he saw the possibilities of where this could go back then. All right? I remember AOL, Jake. Um, For us in in my local neck of the woods... You've got mail. But what what it also was, was uh, we had um, ICQ instant messenger. That was the big Mm. thing that we had in our area. So, you know, friends Mm -hmm. at school, girls were like, oh, you should chat with me when you get home. I'm like, cool. What's your number? Like, I don't use the phone. I'm on ICQ. I'm like, what the fuck is that? (laughs) Right. (laughs) So then you go out and you download ICQ and it's like, oh, hey, you should download MSN messenger. Mm -hmm. and it's like okay and then hey you should download AOL and then it's okay and then I I remember like getting home from school going out you know doing chores and being outside I was never a kid that sat in the house like it wasn't a thing but when it got dark I'm in the house and I remember sitting up in front of the computer you know back when you had a desktop not a laptop couldn't take your phone with you like if you wanted to communicate you had to sit in one space and you couldn't go anywhere right (laughs) so um, I remember having, like, the windows open for ICQ, MSN, and AOL, and, I mean, and the same people are in all three, right, because your friends say add you on everything, so you're just staring <laughs> at the screen, waiting for, you know, a, a transmission or a message to come through, and if not, I remember turning up those little stupid box speakers you had by your computer, turning those up as loud as they went, so I could go in the other room and do stuff to know if I got a notification if somebody sent me a chat. <laughs> <laughs> so I just uh, man I just that that's where we were back then so what it is is and the reason why I bring this up is it's it becomes a societal norm for us to get sucked into these like I didn't even know what ICQ was but there was this cute girl I like so of course I'm gonna get on there so I could talk to her because that's what she's using right
1: cool. and then I
0: find out she's on and all, these all the other, other cool platforms kids. so I gotta add her on those too yeah it's funny how that works isn't it <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that that was my rant about social media. I just had to I had to throw that out there real quick. Mm.
1: Well Guys, I mean, we, got I, about
0: eight, we got about uh a...
1: about Go ahead, Eric, I'm, I'm sorry. I know you have twelve minutes, but I think another thing people have to keep in mind about like those entities like your TikTok, your Facebook, your Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Twitch is um is they, they have mastered keeping people addicted to their platforms and the more, more they keep people addicted to their platforms and, and coming on it regularly, they, they're, they're making money off of you.
2: Yeah, the, uh, <laughs> the incentive is engagement.
1: Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, like, the, like the clicks and, you know, transmitting messages, you know, and then the ads, and that, that you know, that they see dollar signs in that.
2: Absolutely. I mean, it's, oh, it's, yeah. it's engagement based. So the, the more eyes that are on it, the more people who use it. Uh, the more, the more that people watch, uh, the more money they make.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, and it's almost like they got people addicted to it, like crack cocaine. It's like they, people just don't know when to say when because we each have like a pleasure center in our brains when it comes to something that we love so much. And the thing about that on switch, it stays on because the off switch is broken.
2: And and the reason why that is, is because these are super short videos that you can do in 15 seconds, a minute or three Mm -hmm. minutes, and you don't have to, uh, you can just keep flipping for those little doses of serotonin.
1: Yep.
0: So guys, just FYI, guys, we got about, we got about 10 minutes left here. So if anybody wants to call in the, the lines are open for Collins. I know a couple of people have tried to call in and I've missed it. Um, but if anybody wants to try, you guys are more than welcome to, um, and if not, we'll just keep going for the last 10 minutes we have left. Cause I'm number one, I'm super appreciated. Jake came on the show tonight. Thank you, Jake. You are welcome here. Anytime you want to be here, you I just, you that, just show man. up. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thank you. Absolutely. No. And, and it, and it's great. And I, I love getting you on here specifically because this, this is an uncensored platform and we can really cut into the nitty gritty things that we can't do on the TikTok. Yeah. It, Cause it, it, there's, <sighs>
2: like I, I first it's started here and I was like uh this is this is kind of liberating, but it's almost gonna turn into like a giant uh bitching session about all the things I can't talk about. So I'm just gonna let it all out in like one two hour stream, you know?
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, well, it's what I've what I've found with this is I've actually found this to be very therapeutic. All right um i i look at the world and i i get very very frustrated with the things that i see a lot like when when i do my uploaded show we don't talk about this kind of stuff it's it's not really we talk about prepping and that's pretty much it and we might touch briefly on a few subjects like this but not too many but here when i do my lives it's a it's a totally different animal where we can we can let loose and we could talk about all these corrupt things all these all these fucked up things that we see um and, and maybe try to propose a solution or if not propose a solution, at least wake some people up, you know, so they start having conversations. And guys, I'm telling you, that's that's the biggest thing is to have a conversation. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Have conversations with your friends, with your family, with your neighbors and, and start letting them know these things that they've been trained in and molded to believe are false. You know, start waking these people up and start, show, you know, try to show them why it, it's wrong or why it's bullshit or, you know, try to explain to them why they're brainwashed. And I know it's not I know it's not an easy thing to do because people don't want to hear it. But I mean, it, one of three things is going to happen if you if you go with somebody and you bring this up, they're either gonna be like, wow, this dude really knows his shit. He This person knows what they're talking about. I'm, I got to listen to them more when they talk and you've got their attention. And you could keep preaching at that point point. you could keep waking them up and hopefully it'll just continue. They'll wake other people up. The second thing mm-hmm. could be that they could shut you down and, and think that you're an idiot. And you know, at that point, it's a lot cause lost cause, you move on to the next person, right? Or the third thing um, is you might get engagement and they might sit down and be like, tell me more. And then you start going mm-hmm. out and learning more shit and you better yourself in the process. So just have some conversations, man. Wake some people up. I mm-hmm. do it every chance I get. If, if I'm at Walmart and the guy's like, why are you buying, you know, 20 cans of tuna fish? Well, fuck, dude. Let me tell you why. And it it got to the point where it mm-hmm. was so prevalent, like the things that I buy and, and what I do. Um, the The lady at Walmart, I was running into her so much going in and getting stuff for the restaurant and then buying prepper stuff. She put it together that I was a prepper. And she started asking me about what items she needs and how should she stock her medications and things like that. So now when I go through and I see Linda at Walmart, I'm able to help Linda with her doomsday prepping, you know? So, (laughs) and I know that sounds weird, but it, Uh Hey, it happens, man. What are you going to (laughs) do? That's how it works. Um, Or or uh, usually if you're going to listen to your show.
1: You know, and, and I think like another useful way to approach people is instead of like just immediately going in for the kill, like you know like talking to like you're like blue in the face you could just like sit them down and and just approach it like did you ever think about it like this um and instead of like just you know trying to push it down their throats this is what you should believe and whatnot
2: well the problem with that is that the uh the idea of conversation in society has been mm-hmm. broken down and it's more um it's, mm-hmm. it's more scintillating to have a debate where you're arguing with somebody because that that goes back to the social media where that creates the engagement because two people are fighting. Ooh, I should watch. Um, that's that's a little bit of entertainment value for some. Well, it's alive. a big sell in other words. Yeah, they, they don't care about the debate itself. They care about the argument because um, they're not willing to do that in their own lives. Um. The thing that has to be retaught somehow is the ability to um, sit with someone, whoever it is, whether it's whether it's uh, Jester here or whether it's you, Eric, where where we sit down and say, I, you know, I I think uh, pineapple on pizza is awesome, and then you say, Well, I think it sucks, and and two adults should be able to sit there like two adults and say, Here's why I think it's good. And then you should be able to say, here's why I think it's bad. And neither side should have the ability to be offended by that because it's not a debate. It's merely a discussion. And we've lost, we've lost the ability to be able to do that for the vast majority of people because they've been trained essentially to think that they have to argue all the time with everything and not everything is an argument. And the only thing that that does is it closes people off to each other. And because of that, we've separated separated each other and we've categorized each other based on these, these silly nuances of things um, that we think are important and they're really not. And the only reason why they're important is because the people who wish to control that are in control of that. And as long as we're sitting here not having these important conversations, they're mm-hmm. sitting there playing every move out and, and conducting everything business as usual, making quite a bit of money off of that, And you have to ask yourself why the greatest wealth transfer in the world happened this last two years, where the working class lost $3.7 trillion of their wealth, but the wealthy class gained $3.9 trillion more wealth. But we couldn't have that conversation on TikTok, because one, we'd get banned, and two, people would give you what I like to call the fluoride stare.
0: Elaborate on the fluoride stare. What the hell is the fluoride stare? <laughs> so there's there's fluoride in a lot of
2: things like toothpaste, some foods. Um, your water is completely yeah, The water uh, supply completely uh, filled with fluoride, and they say it's for uh, prevention of cavities and, and dental health, which it's it's been proven time and time again. Um, you can find a plethora of research about how. Um, fluoride in the water doesn't do anything for your teeth and and your dental health but it has a lot of things to do with how your brain functions Uh, some people uh, depending on what side if you want to get on the woo side of things the woo side will say it calcifies your third eye Um, if you want to break that down basically what that does is is it's it, it literally inhibits your brain from from feeling empathy toward a lot of things, um, which is essentially what they're saying. Um, fluoride is not good for your brain. It causes a lot of problems. It can cause hemorrhaging. It can cause tumors. Um, it can cause dementia, and it's linked to Alzheimer's, uh, and we're finding that out as time goes on, and a lot of people are wondering why it's in the water. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, funny story, I grew up on well water, and the dentist was so concerned, he prescribed me fluoride.
2: To have it, to have a, the, the bit <laughs> in
0: your toothpaste
2: is not, not really a problem, because your body can handle that. Your body's a well, well-oiled machine that's meant to regulate itself. And when it so, has things that it doesn't need, it can cast it out and kick it out pretty easy. But when it has it in, in water form, where you drink an entire glass of water, or you have you, you know, these people drinking a gallon of water a day, um, people who drink a lot of water and it's well water or it's just faucet water, it's it's actually a lot harder on your body.
0: So the, <clears throat> the fluoride they prescribed me was a pill that you would chew up and yep. it would turn your mouth, it would turn your mouth red and you had to leave it in there for like 30 seconds and it tasted like a combination of Hawaiian punch and bubble gum. I distinctively remember my mom like putting these in my mouth and making me chew these things up. Yeah. And a little <laughs> like bit like a, chalk. Yeah. 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 Chalky Hawaiian punch bubblegum from under a, a park bench type flavor. Um wasn't wasn't very good. But uh they were very concerned about that when I was a kid. And and I think back to myself, like, you know, it's it's kind of counterproductive whenever sugar's pretty much in everything and, and we know that sugar Causes tooth decay. Right
2: um actually the worst thing for tooth decay is crackers.
0: Is it really?
1: Mm-hmm. Really?
2: Why? Why crackers? Um, because when you eat crackers, uh the bits <clears> that your saliva doesn't break down get stuck in your teeth, and you have crackers all in your teeth and you're always picking them out all the time. And the stuff that doesn't get picked out tends to create a pocket of bacteria and that erodes your teeth worse than any sugar would do or any candy would do. Uh, crackers are actually terrible for your teeth.
0: Wow, we eat a lot of cheese and crackers. I'm going to have to tell my wife.
2: <laughs> yep. <laughs> those, those things that tend to stick to your teeth like that um, harbor a lot of bacteria, and it breaks down the, uh, the enamel and the calcium in your teeth.